It was time to stop waiting around for some perfect plan and just go, you know what? A half-assed cobbled together plan with action behind it is better than the perfect plan that I never actually do. So I set out to do that. Hello and welcome to the Chris Terrell podcast. My name is Chris Terrell. I still remember the day several years ago, just a couple weeks later from this point in time in the year. I was standing there with my phone and I was thinking to myself, you know, I've been going on uh, progress pics on Reddit for a while, for years in fact looking at before and after photos of people. And I had committed to myself that I was going to get in a pool for 20 minutes, three times a week. And I just wasn't going to eat when I was, unless I was hungry. I remember that was it. That's all I decided. I, but I knew I wanted to lose weight. I knew that, you know, one day I want to put my own before and after picture up on the internet. I want to put my own picture that I'm proud to share. I want to get to the end. And I was struggling because uh, every diet I'd ever began in the past, I started it with the belief that I was going to ultimately quit or fail, that I was going to either not make it, I was going to tap out before I reached dream body status, or I, even if I did get there, I'd probably, uh, probably just gain the way back. And I remember, so I'm standing there with my phone going, if I don't take the photo now, I won't ever get to take, post that before and after picture of me standing in a mirror showing just how big I am. Because I knew I was going to take this photo and, and stop playing tricks on myself. I was going to let the photo see my size. And uh, <laughs> I remember walking in the bathroom. I put a tank top on. I was gonna do it without my shirt on but I was too scared to let to do that to take a picture of myself in a mirror without my shirt on mortified me I I mean I wasn't even taking my shirt off at the pool I, I didn't like being seen that way by any anybody else but mostly myself I, I didn't like to see it because I didn't want to be reminded of just how big I was but I knew I wanted that before and after photo I knew I wanted it. So I remember going and standing in front of the mirror and holding the phone up and looking at it, standing straight on and snapping the photo and then turning sideways so I could show myself just how far out my stomach sits and how much fat was on the back of my shoulders and how wide my arms had become, not by muscles but by fat, how puffy my face was. I had to take that photo. And then I tucked him away in my phone and I didn't look at him again for a long time. But you know, in that moment when I took that photo, I felt something. I felt something inside. I felt belief. Just this germ of real, genuine, actual belief that I'm going to one day use that photo as a before and after photo. 
and and not understanding at the time that signal to myself that signal to my subconscious of saying this photo right now will be the biggest i will ever be this photo right now represents the place that i will be moving away from and that every step forward is a step away from this and that every step away from this is a step closer to the after photo that I saw in my mind, the one that I wanted. And so then I'd get in a pool to swim. And in that pool, I couldn't listen to music. You know, I didn't have any of those fancy headphones that you can use underwater. And I'd be there for 20 or 30 minutes swimming laps, slowly, but doing it. And all I could do was sit there with my thoughts. And that's it. And as I'm swimming, Back and forth, back and forth. I'd have to think on things. You know, what are you going to think about? You know, well, of course I'm thinking like one, two, three, breathe. One, two, three, breathe. That's the rhythm I would do as I would swim, breathing on the third stroke each time. And, uh, but I would imagine, especially when it's getting hard, I would think about what do I want to look like when I'm done? What is my shoulders going to feel like? Oh, I can't wait to be thin at some point. Oh, this is going to be so amazing. Every single stroke is taking me one step closer to that after picture. Every single lap is one lap closer to that end picture. And I would just tell myself that over and over and over again. Every step closer makes it happen quicker, but happens quicker the right way, not through some gimmicky fad, but through just moving my body and through watching what I eat. Every time I say no to a piece of food that I really want, but that's outside what I need to have, takes me one bite closer to that after picture. Every time I go out to eat, and I know I normally would order the entire sub plus a bag of chips plus a soda, and instead I go, you know what, maybe I'll just do a six-inch sub and a water. Every time I do that, I'm just a little bit closer to where I want to be. That mindset from the beginning was a critical element to my success. I began with the end in mind, but I also called attention to my present. I let myself see what I had become in my now moment. But I told myself, this is not my forever. My present circumstances, my present results are not going to be my forever results. And I also remember thinking, I did this. This didn't happen to me. No one forced me to eat. Every single time when someone walked up to me and said, hey, we're all going to go out and have some food. Are you hungry? And I looked back at him and said, no, but I could eat. And then I chose to go out and eat with them. Every time I did that, that was me that chose it. Every time I ate dinner and then went over to a barbecue or a family function or a work function and there was food and I thought, man, I could fit more inside. Every time I did that, it's because I chose to do it. Every time I pulled up to McDonald's and ordered myself two bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits and a medium or large vanilla latte, get totaling well over 1,000 calories for breakfast, every time I did that, it's because I chose to do it. No one made me do these things. Every time I was sad and I turned to food, it's because I chose to do it. No one made me do that. 
even when somebody close to me, someone that mattered to me, someone that was important to me walked up and handed me food, I didn't have to eat it and I chose to eat it and I gave myself all the justifications in the world why I had to do it. Oh, I can't offend them. That'd make them feel bad. Oh, I, you know, I got to have this. It's a barbecue. I'd be depriving myself if I didn't have it. Oh, you know, I might not get pizza again, even though I know that's not true. I'm probably going to have pizza tomorrow. Whatever it might be, I just came up with ever justifications to make it like I didn't choose the choices I chose. But again, that, recogni- that, that recognition in the beginning is one of the keys to why I was successful. Because if I did this to myself, if I'm the one that created this mess in front of me in the mirror, that means I'm the one that can fix it. If I had all the power to create it, that means I have all the power to correct it. And so I chose to do that. I chose to make choice after choice after choice after choice after choice after choice that led me to where I am today. And one of the things that helped me the most that I want to talk to you about today is recognizing that I loved lying to myself. I loved deceiving myself. I realized that I would have far more success if I doubted myself, my instincts, my intuition. If I doubted my autopilot, I would probably do better. And let me tell you, I did. It was shocking how much I was wrong. But I had to first humble myself. I had to look myself in the mirror and take that photo and go, it was embarrassing. It was humiliating. It was humbling to say, man, Terrell, you did this. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit here and keep doing what you've been doing and complain about it? Or are you going to actually go out and do something? Do you want to lose weight or do you just kind of want it? Do you want to have the body of your dreams or do you just kind of want it? Do you like just talking about doing this or are you going to actually go and do it? Okay, you think you're going to go do it? Terrell, fine. Why don't you not tell a soul? Why don't you keep this to yourself? Maybe tell one or two of your closest friends and not let anybody else know that you're doing this. If you really think you're going to do it, don't tell anybody because you don't need anybody to hold you accountable because you do what you want to do. And if you don't do it, it's because you don't want to do it. I'm thinking on this thought as I'm questioning with myself and going, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose this weight. And so I told no one. I set off on a journey, keeping it to myself, making little tiny changes that nobody knew about because I didn't tell anybody and I didn't point them out because, see, I didn't track calories for months and months and months. I just made little lifestyle changes and lost 30 pounds just by doing that. And it was only later when I realized I want this to happen faster that I started counting calories. But that's a topic for another podcast. I just decided I'm going to let the results speak for me. There was a saying I had heard when I was 19. What you're doing speaks so loudly I can't hear what you're saying. And I had always applied that to other people. I'd never thought to apply that to myself. I had never thought to look myself in the mirror and say, Terrell, I can't hear your bullshit because your actions are talking too loud. I realized I needed to let my walking do the talking, 
and stop talking with my mouth. Because my mouth was doing nothing but giving myself lip service. My mouth was doing nothing but just coming up with excuses. My mouth was doing nothing but eating food. My mouth was doing nothing but getting me in trouble. It was time to go put action into place. It was time to stop planning and just get out there and do it. It was time to stop waiting around for some perfect plan and just go, you know what? A half-assed cobbled together plan with action behind it is better than the perfect plan that I never actually do. So I set out to do that. And then somewhere along the line, I recognized that I have a negative association with one of the most important elements of success. And it was something that kind of shocked me because, you know, I, I, did, I did fairly well in my career, but I realized I didn't like failing. And I used to look at that as a good thing. I used to be like, yeah, you know, because I don't like failing, it drives me to excellence so I don't fail. And on my weight loss journey, I realized I want to study about successful people. I want to learn about success. Coincidentally, at the same time, I was also wanting to level up my career. I was wanting to level up every part of my life. And so I started relentlessly studying failure. And I noticed something. Every single successful person has behind them in their wake failure after failure after failure after failure. Well, that's interesting. Winners have a lot of failure and they persevered through it. Why do I think I'm so much better than them? Well, then I started looking, well, there's got to be somebody that doesn't fail. So I started looking for where there's no failure and I started realizing that's where all the losers go. The losers go where there's no failure. And I thought, well, I don't, I, I don't want to be a loser. I want to win. I'm a winner. I'm a champion. I'm a rock star. Well, I'm not acting like one. I cower at the moment something gets difficult and I turn around and cut tail and run. Huh. Interesting. The moment something gets hard, I just give myself a bunch of excuses and I quit. Well, well, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like a champion. That doesn't sound like a fighter. That doesn't sound like a winner. That, that sounds like somebody that gets nothing done. And, and I just kept thinking on that more and more and more. And then I heard, I heard where somebody said, failure is where all of the lessons are. Failure just helps you see where you need to evolve so that you can get to the next level. And then I started looking at my own life and realizing, oh my gosh, I'm over here thinking I don't, I don't like failing. And in fact, I've always avoided failure. And I started looking at every single thing I was good at in my life. And I started realizing, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm good at these things because I failed a lot and I learned from my failures. What I realized is the thing that I didn't like doing was quitting. I didn't like quitting. And so I wouldn't set off on weight loss journeys because I knew I would quit. And the thing that got me to the finish line, the one piece of advice that I, I'm going to give you right now, that if you can fully adopt this, you will be successful. I don't know how long it'll take. And quite honestly, I really don't care how long it takes. If it takes you 10 years, it takes you 10 years. If it takes you two years, it takes you two years. Quit getting so caught up on how long it takes. You weren't caught up on how long it was taking you to gain weight. So quit getting caught up on it the other way. The one and only piece of advice that you need is the commitment 
And I mean that real commitment, not that wishy-washy, half-assed, kind of, sort of, wanted a commitment. I mean the one where you walk into a bathroom, into somewhere by yourself, you look yourself in the eye in the mirror. If you got to, you get six inches away from yourself. I don't care. You look yourself, you stare yourself down, and you say, I will never quit. No matter how hard it gets, I will get up one more time than I fall. I will pick myself up, I will knock the dust off, and I will hit it again. If I fall down 10 times, I'll get up 11. If I fall down 100 times, I'll get up 101. It doesn't matter how many times I fall down, it only matters how many times I get up. And the only person that can make me quit is me, and I won't let me do it. If you can do that, if you can walk in the mirror and say that to yourself, if as you work out in the gym, you can say to yourself, I will not quit. If you, when you're sitting here looking at the food that you're going to eat for the day and feeling everything inside of you wanting to go in the wrong direction, you say, I will not quit. When you sit there on the other end of a binge after you ate more than you said that you were going to, and you're really kind of feeling down on yourself, when you can then tell yourself, but you know what? I'm not going to quit. I'm going to get back on the horse right now. What happened happened. I can't change it. All I can do is control what I do now. If you can do that, if you can commit to never quit, you will have everything you've always wanted with your weight loss and with your entire life. Stop being afraid of failure. Failures where all the growth happens. Failures where all the lessons are. Don't beat yourself up. Stop attacking your character when something goes wrong. Instead, say to yourself, what am I supposed to learn here? What am I missing? I got a result I wasn't expecting that I don't like. Stop insulting yourself and calling yourself a failure and say, what do I need to do to not have this happen again? Because if you don't ask yourself the question, what do I got to do to make this not happen again? You don't actually want to lose weight. You just like talking about it. And I want you to have everything you've always wanted. And you're never going to get it if you quit. You're never going to get it if you give up. You're never going to get it if you don't try to solve the problems that are having in your life. And you won't know what problems need to be solved if you don't get out there and get, be willing to fail a little bit to make some mistakes, to get it wrong. You're never going to get what you want if you can't humble yourself enough to look yourself in the mirror and say, hmm, maybe I don't know everything. Maybe there's some stuff about me that I don't know that if I knew it, I could get it done. Maybe I need to go and find that stuff out. I promise, I don't know who you are listening. Some of you I do. Some of you are my clients and some of you have met. But a lot of you don't. But I do know one thing. You can do this. I don't even need to meet you to know that you can do this. The reason why I know you can do this is because I did it. I assure you, I possess no special skills, no special ability. I was overweight since I was in high school. I failed many, many diets. I lost lots of weight and regained it many times. I was that person not five years ago sitting there resigning myself to my fate that I'm just going to be a big guy forever and I don't know what I'm doing and I was burying myself in a wall of I can't do this becauses. Just excuse after excuse after excuse that I put around me. It was only when I said I've had enough. It was only when... (laughs) I told myself, I'm going to do this. It was only when I went and I took a photo of myself in front of the mirror and signaled to myself that I will never be this big again and I'm moving away from it and I will post my before and after photo and I will be proud and I will be happy when I do it and I'm going to find joy in the journey. 
Now, if you want to see that before photo, I did put a, I'm going to put a link to it in my show notes so you can go and see it. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your weight loss journey. Don't stop. Don't ever quit. Believe in yourself. It's a choice. And no one's going to believe in you unless you believe in you. Don't go telling everybody about your weight loss journey. You need to do this for you and you alone. This is your journey. This is your life. Stop stop bringing everybody else into it and doing it for them. Do it for you. Because you deserve this. You can do this. You are capable. You are far more capable than you know. You have a champion and a fighter inside of you that can get you everything you've always wanted. If you will just give yourself permission to unleash that person, the cost of what you've always wanted is what you have now. You've got to be willing at any moment to sacrifice who you are for what you will be. So get to going. Get to doing it. Don't stop. Next week, I'm hosting a free five-day masterclass called The Mindset of Weight Loss. I'm doing this to honor my father's passing, and I'm going to be giving away some of the most powerful teachings that he taught me that helped me lose my weight and that has helped me in all areas of my life. And I still use and practice to this day. And I've shared some of them with you already over the course of the podcast on TikTok. But I'm going to package a bunch of them up and do it over a course of five days on the anniversary of his passing. If you'd like to register for that, I have a link to it in the show notes. I'd love to have you come. It's free. Uh, there will be a rebroadcast at some point in the future, but not right away. Because this is important that it happens at this time. Because I'm doing it to give positive meaning to a negative impact in my life. Which I'll talk more about in the master class. Registration closes at midnight on Sunday. So if you want to join, make sure you get registered before then. Again, it's free. I want you to come. I want to share these messages with you. I want to give my father's teaching a voice again and share them with you. So good luck on your weight loss journeys. Always remember, you can do hard things. Get up one more time than you fall and you'll make it. I promise. 